Trials and tribulations, life can get rough. And through the storm, we'll make it. Just put your trust in Him. No matter what you're going through, I know that I'll never leave you. You feel that you can't take no more. You may think you've seen it all. Thanks for listening to the Get Happy with Jay podcast. I'm your host, Jatan Woods. This is part two of our discussion about R. Kelly and the predators among us. In case this subject is triggering, information on how to get help will be provided at the end of the show. Joining me as we continue the conversation are returning guests, Karen Wilson and Pastor Quentin Brown. Now let's get into it. What do you guys both um, think about the Me Too movement? We were having some discussion off mic about that and how that ties into it. I think it's awesome and I think that it's wonderful um, that the platform was started by an African-American woman who actually is also featured in the docuseries, Surviving R. Kelly, Mm -hmm. Tarana Burke. She's the absolute founder of Me Too. I think um, part of the problem and part of some of the backlash against it is that it was started by this black woman a regular ordinary sister but then it was kind of taken over by people in Hollywood and Mm -hmm. so people have all kinds of opinions about that but so I think it's wonderful that it's giving people a voice Mm -hmm. but I think it it starts also to get kind of sticky and complicated when people are talking about things that happened to them 20-30 years ago where there's no legal recourse Mm -hmm. necessarily there's no evidence and people's lives can be ruined right mm-hmm. by an accusation mm-hmm. and uh, most of which I believe most of these accusations are true about all the people that have been accused of this but it still is kind of a sticky situation legally right and mm-hmm. you also have because I was just sitting here as you guys were talking and I said um, there's also I feel like this is the the perverse satisfaction or ringside seat to watch a black man being torn down and i'm not trying to i i was thinking in the in the vein of kevin hart where here he was because he's come back to light with what he said about um you know homophobia and he said not within even 24 hours of him getting the the sword or the um the crown to host the oscars and then here comes somebody bringing some trash up that he said, I apologize for, I address. And, 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 I, and I, I was like, nobody is perfect. And I said, probably I've said some things in my 20s that I would never say today at 47 years old. Everybody evolves yeah. and grows. Mm-hmm. So to throw that up in his face and then they're like, well, you need to apologize. And, and I was watching a, a, a clip on Twitter from Don Lemon and they're like, well, you know, that's all good that Ellen has, but you don't speak for me. And I was just like, okay. I appreciate where you're coming from, but how about this is somebody that, um, you know, has, has uh, atoned for what he said. So why can't you be happy for the, for the accolade that he's trying to get? Why are you still trying to drag him? Like they're like, I think people can tend to be too sensitive about any number of topics. Mm -hmm. 
And even with me, too, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the great astrophysicist, has been recently accused by some people of some behavior. And I think there needs to be some clear definitions of what is legitimate sexual assault mm-hmm. versus not just someone offending you. And like one of the people that, that that's come out and is saying something against him now, he like brushed her arm or something at a party. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry, but you're not a sexual assault victim because someone brushed your arm mm-hmm. at a party and brushed by you and that made you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like, you might want to look inward and think, why did that make you feel uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Because he was black. I mean, there's other things that can go into this. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, we need more clear definitions of what really rises to abuse. Yeah, And people got to understand now, and this is the day that we live in, mm-hmm. that your life is on camera. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, everything yeah. that you say, everything that you do, mm-hmm. it's out there, you mm-hmm. know, for people to pull up you and, and media and all that kind of stuff to use against you, mm-hmm. you know, in a court of public opinion. Mm-hmm. And this is what's going on. Um, a lot of the things that people have said and, and people have rise up for fame, like, like Kevin Hart and different ones, people go back on you. Yeah. To, oh, to, yeah. to squash your opportunity mm-hmm. because it was an opportunity. And, you know, for him, he's, he's been in mm-hmm. so many different kinds of mood, movies and, and, and different roles and things like that. And now here's an opportunity for you to host something that, you know, it's a, a grand stage. That very but, few African-Americans yep. have. And yeah. now what happens? Let's squash this. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. squash this. Before Throw water on it. This, uh, because you got some jealous people out there. Yeah. You know, you got people that, that, that are looking to pull the rug from under you, you know, and now going back to all of that kind of stuff look at all the as we look at all these abusers and different ones like that footage and different things Mm -hmm. that you've seen from as you say the president and different ones say on open air Mm -hmm. and then in on video and different things like that and you have different ones that have been caught um understanding that you know these people are involved in this kind of behavior and people are letting it go because of power Yes. You know, people are in powerful positions. People are doing some things that they feel they can do and get away with because of the position that they're in and the titles that they hold. And a lot of these companies, CEOs and different things like that, that are going down is because of the culture that they created mm-hmm. inside of places like what you saw in um, NBC and CBS mm-hmm. and different ones like that um, are now coming to light in the fact of we have to do something about this culture. Yes. of what's going on with these people that are working under us so they can understand that everybody's got to be on the same page. Yeah, and you that's know. a great part of the Me Too movement yeah. that that's, you know, opening the dialogue for those discussions to change cultures within different environments. Yeah. So what role does race play? We've, like, talked about it a little bit in this episode. I think it's everything because... um if the like, like we said earlier, if these victims were white, um, that it would have been an immediate and swift, um, you know, dealing with. But because, and like I said earlier, I said I feel like it, it, it's they want to tear somebody down, and they're just going to take everything from them, just like they did. I mean, whoever Cosby angered, I mean, they that was far reaching what. Um, they were capable of of ruining and taking away from him and i'm not even trying to say that i'm a a cosby fan because i'm not i have said this many times on my own show 
and you know i mean i respect what he did for tv and i don't want that legacy to be tarnished but um you know i mean they went through and took his doctorates away they took the building i mean they he had a building named after him on temple university they Mm -hmm. took that away i mean just everything and to me it's like you can only get so high and then they're just going to pound you back down well and talking about that and this is one thing that i definitely wanted to um to touch on is it possible to sell to separate the art from the artist because of course like with r kelly and we've had the discussion about cosby as well then are you wrong to listen to the music to purchase the music i know for me Mm -hmm. it 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 took me a long time to get here i will admit it Mm -hmm. and um i might get some judgment for it but okay whatever it took me a long time before i said i am not i i can't listen to the music anymore Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm there. It took me a long time. I mean, now when I hear R. Kelly music, it kind of makes me cringe, especially, you know, his more sexually charged songs, because when I think about the early songs, like your body's calling. And now when I think about those lyrics, I'm like, oh, my mind is telling me no, but my body is telling me yes. And you were probably thinking about some 14 year old girl when you wrote that song. And it just it just changes my whole perception but there are there are going to be some people of all races but especially black people that are going to still listen to R Kelly's music mm-hmm. still purchase and support his music and there's arguments well, I don't on purchase both the music. sides I get it off it. of Amazon <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're supporting it by listening to I it. I know, but I'm sorry. You so can't. is that wrong? <laughs> Can you separate the art from the artist? And mm-hmm. I think, and then when you think along the, the, that vein, then you have to think about other artists. Like, we're still, like, celebrating and listening to Michael Jackson's music, who mm-hmm. was alleged to have perpetrated against young children, even younger than R. Kelly's victims. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you not watch movies of the actors and producers i mean you well know then you'll saying? be sitting in silence i mean yeah th- th- you got to draw i mean we have to have outrage and everything but at the end of the day you got to draw the line because so what do you do with the outrage do you stop listening can you separate the art from the art i can I, because it's just like you can like the person but not like what they're doing mm-hmm. i you think know? i can in certain situations yeah. mm-hmm. it's like if you, you know, I'm gonna say something. Though. Go, <laughs> okay, Pastor. If you, I'm, I'm letting you, I'm letting you go, you, go, go, go. If you, if you suspect something or something's been rumored, that's one thing. But if it's pretty much obvious that it's true that this person is a perpetrator, then I think you, as an individual, have to look at it a little bit differently. Like, oh, it's one thing if you didn't know. But once you know, aren't you supposed to do better when you know better? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Pastor, what do you think uh, no, about I'm what listening. I said? <laughs> the question is, can you separate a preacher from the gospel? Oh, good question. Can you separate a preacher from the word of God? Mm-hmm. If So here's an example. We got a preacher that's not living at that level. Yeah. Not living. Maybe he, he um, um, committed some things that are... Um, um, bad yeah. you know maybe some abuse and different things like that but he's a great preacher yeah he's a great orator he's um he's great leader in his church and all of this kind of things so should we let him pass because he's a preacher 
and he's gifted and he's talented. Well, we saw that uh-huh. with Bishop Eddie Long. You know, mm-hmm. all the different allegations and different things like mm-hmm. that. You know, the, the statement that Bishop Eddie Long made is one of the most powerful statements. And if people read between the lines of his statements, and the, the statement that he said was, he says, I did a lot of things that weren't right, but this one thing I did not do. And he just let you understand, yeah, there's some things that in my life I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. But this right here, I did not do. And it did let you understand that even ministers are not perfect. Yeah. People are not living perfect lives. Leaders in this world are not uh, living perfect lives. If we go through the political stage of different ones, these po- people are supposed to represent the, the bodies of the individuals that they come from in their districts and different things like that. Um, but you see a lot of scandals that have come mm-hmm. out. You've seen a lot of things come out. Um, powerful people in different places and things that have happened because of position and power. Mm-hmm. And so it's the fact of like, let's bring back Mr. Weiner and mm-hmm. what he did. Mm-hmm. Let's bring mm-hmm. back what he did. Mm-hmm. And he's photographing and sending his, mm-hmm. his, his photos out there. Mm-hmm. His yeah. wife is assistant to, to Hillary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now he's sitting in that powerful position. Should we separate him from his actions and his office if he's supposed to represent certain things why did they take him down because he's he still was in that powerful position he was doing stuff he felt it was on his own time right you know this is my camera Mm -hmm. this is my own you know thing i'm sending over on Mm -hmm. this camera Mm -hmm. it did not affect none of you but why did we take him down well, and it makes me think of uh, Bill Clinton taking mm-hmm. it back further yeah. and saying, okay, he was a great president. You know, all these great things happened. <clears throat> which you, there's definitely some things like the crime bill that, of course, was, of course. in my opinion, horrible. But overall, his performance as a president mm-hmm. was great. You know, he took the deficit down to zero, um, yeah. you know. We had a surplus. I mean, we so were many. fat and happy. Yeah, you were. Trust, yeah. baby. We were fat but and yet, happy. But yet he was immoral yeah. having yeah. sex with interns. And yeah. he has his multiple accusers as well. Mm-hmm. So can you still say he was a great president and support him? Mm-hmm. And that's we're that's, having the same argument now with, with 45. <laughs> which now I'm gonna take, I think he's a horrible I'm gonna president take you hundreds and of years being. back in the Bible. Wow. give you one example. Okay. One of the most powerful people everybody quotes, everybody loves his Psalms and everybody David. Yeah. Let's talk about David. David, King David, man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Same guy that sent somebody to the front line after he took his wife, impregnated mm-hmm. her, tried to hide it, couldn't couldn't get the guy to go on to his own wife, had him sent to the front line and had him killed and mm-hmm. then married his wife and thought he got away. Yep. Now isn't that something? Yeah. God came back and got him and dealt with him because of his action in which he did. And it's interesting because David's heart of repentance and he, he had a true heart of repentance and he cried out for God. God did not take his throne away. Yeah. He couldn't build the temple. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that David wanted to do. He wanted to build God's temple. God said, no, nah, you can't do that because your hands are too bloody. Yeah. You done killed too many folks. You done mm-hmm. did some stuff that is out there. But your heart is right, but I don't want to take you out of leadership because I got a plan for your life. Mm-hmm. And so he let his son build and things like that. You've always seen that 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 
that progression of you got powerful people in powerful places, but there's things that um, in their lives that don't and might be immoral Mm -hmm. or we fall short and you see those all the time. But there comes a time that still each of them, there's a price that you have to pay. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get away. Nobody gets away. You know, even those that are doing certain things, there should be some repercussions behind those kind of things. Well, and shouldn't part of the repercussion be that Mm -hmm. they lose support? You know, it should be. It's just like a pastor that's constantly doing, um, if it was a pastor that was doing what R. Kelly would do, would you still go to his church? No. Even if he's gifted and talented, Mm -hmm. can sing and preach, would you still go? Once you know, you're Mm -hmm. responsible for what you know. Mm -hmm. So that's the question and that's the answer almost to it. Why still purchase music? Why still support an individual that you know and on allegations are coming out and different things like that? Purchase his product mm-hmm. to continue to make an individual rich and then you're empowering him to do it even more through that money yeah, that you're, you're paying, funneling you're, to you're him. You're literally paying for his attorneys to yeah. get away with whatever he's doing. And you're paying for him to do what he wants to do, mm-hmm. to live the lifestyle he wants to live and to be the person that he is. And one thing leads to the other. Mm-hmm. You know, but you always got to, we used to say, follow the money. Yeah. Where's the money? Where's the money supporting? What are you supporting by your giving? Mm-hmm. You buy your purchasing and all of this kind of stuff. The lifestyle of that individual. Yeah. What's the lifestyle? on? He can be gifted and talented and all that kind of stuff, which he is. But the moral lifestyle in which he's representing to the young people and all that kind of stuff to this to, to, to this is not pointing to something that's going to be positive any way it goes you know and i could i am not going to deal with the other side of it anyway because churches view different things anyway and people are going to listen to what they're going to listen to um what you listen to is part of what you worship everything mm-hmm. that you do is part of your worship so when you're listening to his music that's part that's those things are getting into your spirit and your soul Mm-hmm. And so people have to look at all those different sides. So, but that's another discussion one day. Yeah. <laughs> that gets deep. So yeah, Karen, we'll get real deep. Yay. <laughs> yay or nay, you're at the family barbecue. Come on, Karen. <laughs> Karen, you're at the family barbecue. Yeah. And step Bumping in the grind. name yeah, of Step in the name of love. You're not going to play that song? Come on. Come on. It comes on. And do you step off the dance floor? No. <laughs> No, that's a cultural thing. I'm sorry. No, sorry. You know, no, Karen, Karen going to be spanking it up in there. <laughs> you got to have that song. Come on. That's what I was going to say. You're not going to listen to that. That's like a that's like the barbecue song. Come on. But seriously, something in you is not going to make you cringe. Like Probably oh. I'll have a little bit of the disdain, but I'll uh, the two seconds and then I'll get right over it and start jamming. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh. No. <laughs> See, I'm a Christian under construction. I See? own that. She's going to tell you like that. she feels. You know what I'm saying. She's going to tell I you. I have a, a, a little bit of trepidation. Three seconds. Okay, boom, let's get it. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be all right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I seek prayer every week. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> just bring the just bring the CDs to me. I'll take care of you. <laughs> no, I got them. I don't even have CDs yeah, anymore. Just, I got it on my. That's why I said I, I'm not buying it. It's free from Amazon Prime. I that's know. and that's the problem. It's free. It's free, free abuse. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I tell Uh-oh. Pastor all the time. I can get the book. They're free, Pastor. I'm not hurting anybody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, at least, you know, having this discussion has been good because that's what I think it takes to change. And the solution comes from people being open and having chats like this. Thinking things out loud, like what is your value system going to be? What are you going to teach your kids? All this stuff. But when you see something, you have to say something. And like, and taking it very to the beginning of this episode, and so many people knowing and being complicit in what R. Kelly did. And not just him. He's just one example of this whole rape culture. And there's tons of R. Kelly's of all races. But we have to stop being complicit in any way in, wrong, in this type of wrongdoing. It's like it almost makes you just equally as guilty. You might not have laid hands on the person, but you sat in silence and let it happen. And another thing, a lot of these people that are coming out and talking, and um, not to be sexist about it, but I was thinking about some of the guys that were in this docuseries that were like his boys or whatever. And I'm thinking, knowing what I do about the music industry, having been backstage and all this stuff countless of times and kind of knowing what that you know subculture is it's like you cannot tell me that R. Kelly was the only one that was abusing those girls that's not usually how that works Mm -hmm. you have the groupies that go for the star but if they can't get the star Mm -hmm. sometimes they're going to go for the manager Mm -hmm. they're going to go for you know his tour person you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so whoever's with him kind of benefits mm-hmm. from the leftover so to speak Friends the girls that he can't yeah yeah, it is. yeah so it's like come on now some of you are probably doing a little bit of it too as you're out there recruiting for him some of the girls that he didn't want you might have been tapping so i think everyone has to really be honest about their complicity in things like this too and just be open about it so thank you guys so much for having this discussion with me any parting words about this topic well just like you said see if you see something say something and be empowered for yourself and um, just always advocate for yourself and uh, and be strong that you have to have good self-esteem always if you can't love yourself who else will love you so and and always keep God first and that's what it boils down to too because i think a lot of these girls they were looking for something that they Mm -hmm. weren't getting Mm -hmm. at home for whatever reason and it's so important that when you have an opportunity to be around a young person to empower them and tell them how awesome that they are and just you know love up on them in a healthy Mm -hmm. non-perfect yeah yeah Yeah, but i always try to and and lift them up yeah Mm -hmm. because the simplest little you know, affirmative statements that you make to a child makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. So, Pastor, what are your parting words? I'm just looking at hoping our society doesn't get so desensitized on these issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet that we just keep allowing things to go through and go through mm-hmm. and we don't take the stands and where we need to take those stands mm-hmm. because this is one of those issues and this won't be the last one that comes up. 
and we have um, others that are probably be coming up and things that are be coming out and yeah. social issues that we have to deal with. And so even on the church side and, and, and families and different things like that, we, we have to educate our families and our young people and, and people that are coming up about what's going on in this world for real and, and not be also prone not to be involved in some of the things that need to be involved in. Right. We got to be involved in these things and the discussions, as you said, so we can change the things and change the culture that needs to be changed in these abusive situations. Absolutely. Thank you guys for being my guest today. Pleasure. Hope to have you back soon. Thank you so much. Pleasure. And also thanks to all of our listeners for checking out this somewhat difficult discussion. And please, if any of you have been triggered by this episode or feel that you need to talk to someone about a past or current abuse issue, please call the National Sexual Assault Hotline at 800-656-4673. That's 800-656-4673. If you're local to where we reside here in Peoria, Illinois, please call the Center for Prevention of Abuse at 309-691-0551. Free help is available to you. You can get more information by checking out the website for RAIN. That's RAIN.org, and that's R-A-I-N-N.org. And RAIN stands for Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. This is such an important issue to discuss, and I would encourage having age-appropriate discussions with your kids and grandkids about keeping them safe from predators. Join our conversation by posting a comment on my website, gethappywithjay.com, or at our Facebook page of the same name. I would also recommend watching as much of the docuseries as you can take. It's truly eye-opening, and it makes you think and, and maybe even help you to recognize predators. Until next week, do something to make yourself happy. It's not selfish. It's self-care. And again, people, please practice self-care. Bye for now. Bye for now.